Hello, everyone. Welcome to MFSN's NFL Draft Preview Show for Fantasy Football. I'm Dr. Dan Radner, and I'm here with Alex the Hustler and Ross the Boss. Hey, everybody. I'm Ross the Boss. And I want to talk fantasy football with you, cowboy. I'm excited, what up? guys. Three weeks and counting. It's going to be great. Very, very exciting. This is a very exciting time of the year. I mean, the three of us are probably the most excited people on the planet, pretty much. <laughs> that's, that's the way we work here. So, Alex, tell me, what, what is it like for you at this moment? You know, you're three weeks after the season. Are, are you super excited for this? I mean, I know you're excited, but what's Oh, like? yeah. I mean, it's Christmas in August. I mean, we start drafting literally in February with multiple leagues, uh, dynasty leagues, and making it all the way until now. And redraft season is upon us. Uh, we got our new show that we're doing two times a week. And during the season, it's going to be five times a week. And, yeah, it's, uh, it's wild. I'm ready. Wow. Yeah, you're you're geared up. All right, so here's what we're going to do, guys. We're going to go through, you know, the usual the usual uh, positions, quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, and we're going to go through our our top 10. Alex, you may not have had this prepared, so you can just critique ours instead, whatever you want to do. But Ross and I have a top 10 list. We've got sleepers, we've got busts, we've got value picks at each position. And we want to we want your help in evaluating, did we get this right? Are we missing the boat on certain players? What are you surprised about? That sort of thing. So, Ross, I'm going to turn it over to you first. You got quarterbacks. Quarterbacks. I I do it by tiers. So I want to hear your tiers. Tier one, tier two, tier three. The Hustler knows what we're talking about. And if you guys want to watch our Hustler show, I do a show with the Hustler every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Pacific time. We talk fantasy football, and we gave our ratings already for quarterbacks. So if you want to go look at our ratings – can watch it anytime on M- MFSN. So my first tier is this. Pat Mahomes uh, had the worst year of his life last year. He was still a top-tier quarterback. I think he'll have a great year this year, even without Hill. doesn't matter. And then, you know, Josh Allen's getting all this press, top-tier guy. And the other top-tier, I guess, I got to put Herbert up there. Um, even though he's like – didn't have a great year last year. Had a good year, right? Right, Hustler. I mean, it wasn't like a like a breakout, great, unbelievable year. But I mean, he he had a good enough year where I'm saying that he's top tier. But those are the three top tier guys I have. Hustler, do you agree or disagree? Oh yeah, well, and Herbert. I mean, he 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 threw for five thousand yards last year. He's only like a couple shy of forty touchdowns. So yeah, he had an insane year last year. Um, yeah, I mean, I agree with that. I'm on my top four. I got Josh Allen, Herbert, Mahomes, and then Burrow. That's how my top four. Oh, I'm wearing Burrow's jersey, as oh, you can tell. Oh, I like that. Now, I don't know if you guys can see or if you notice, but I actually have a Browns Baker Mayfield jersey in the background because I'm not giving up on that. No, you of can course burn not. that. Of course, yeah. it's gone. I mean, look, anytime you buy a Browns jersey, you're in trouble, no matter what it is. <laughs> I mean, unless unless it was like Factory of Pain, you know. So, I I have the same top three, uh, Ross. I have Josh Allen number one. I, I feel like he's, you know, Buffalo, they're in a position, I think, where they've got all the parts to to make him have that top season. I think Patrick Mahomes is going to struggle somewhat without Tyreek Hill. He'll still be a top three guy. I really think he is, but I have him third. I have Justin Herbert second. So uh, I didn't have jo- Joe Burrow in the same tier, though, Alex. I do have him in my top 10, certainly. And he's got huge upside. I, lo- I love the guy, and I think he's going to get better and better. So that's interesting. So let's let's talk second tier. Alex, who would you put in your second tier? 
So, I mean, I actually have it to where I have Mahomes and Joe Burrow, my second tier. I get a little bit shysty with uh, when it comes to the tiers. So I only have Allen and Herbert as tier one guys who I think like there's no questions about it, like at all. Patrick Mahomes is like right there, but I think uh, just because of kind of the 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 hate from Tyreek Hill leaving, you know, and his lack of weapons, maybe that's why I put him in the tier two instead of tier one. All right. So I just want to say like anybody who, who, who slices and dices their tiers that, that finally I love because you're really thinking about it. Love it. So, okay. Tell us who's your third tier then. So I got four guys in there. I got Lamar. I got Tom Brady. I got Stafford and I got Kyler. Interesting. So, so Aaron, Aaron Rodgers does not make the cut. Nope. He's in the, he's right at the beginning of the next tier. So let's talk about their tier real quick. So Murray last year, he was non-existent in November, December. I mean, he, he didn't show half, up, yeah. basically. I mean, it was like a, it was invisible, invisible man. Great the first two months, horrible the last two months. Do you still have him in that tier? Oh, yeah. This is my tier for this year. I mean, he's okay, that I great that he took two idea. months off, and he still ended up in the top 12. Now and he I, just I, got paid. He got the buku bucks. And, and, and uh, yeah. I mean, every year we say, okay, Brady's going to have a – Brady's going to – age is going to catch up to Brady. He's not going to have the numbers. It's not going to have the yards. And every year I'm wrong. So this year, Brady is in my tier two. Burrow's in my tier two. Lamar Jackson is fighting for a contract. I think he'll have a huge year. He's going to put everything together this year if he stays healthy. But I love Lamar. I'm dropping Lamar. I'm, I'm dropping my Murray just because last year, and he doesn't have Hopkins until week eight or nine, whatever it is. I mean, so he's he has, you know, he lost Hollywood Brown. Um, no, he he lost Hollywood Brown because he's hurt. Um, but I think what I had to say, um, Burrow to me, and I love Jalen Hurts to me also. I think it's kind of a big year also. I like Hurts a lot. Yeah, you know, I, I was thinking with Kyler Murray, I, I think Hollywood Brown, first of all, I think his injury is not, not that serious from what, what I've read. So I think he's going to be fine, and I think he's going to have a big year. I, I actually have him as one of my sleepers. Um, I, I did gone back to practice since yeah. that little hammy injury. Alex, you'll really like this. Uh, Marquise Brown was one of my sleepers last year. And as we were drafting, I said to Ross and Casey, who you've met, I said, okay, guys, should I draft Hollywood Brown? And they talked me out of it, which is my own fault. <laughs> only, only I am to blame for that. But listen, is Tom Brady going to fall off? Never. Tom Brady, he's going to retire before because that's how Tom Brady does things. He knows He knows his time. <laughs> He's as long as avocados still exist tom brady is going to be doing just that, fine that's exactly right and i do think that aaron Rodgers does get a downgrade because Devonte adams isn't there i mean there's some questions at wide receivers the same thing that i feel about patrick holmes patrick mahomes but you know he's got a bit of a downgrade i think kyler murray is going to be fine i think joe burrow is going to have a big year what do you guys think about dak prescott and then we'll get into sleepers busts and value picks hustler and i talked about dak i mean dak his weapons aren't there. Gallup is, is hurt. Washington's hurt. They, they, you know, they lost Cooper. Um, they have Schultz and they have CD lamb who I love, but he's missing a, a couple. He's missing some weapons. I mean, it, it, it people predict a huge year for Dak. I, I don't like it. I'm staying away. Custler. I'm at number 10. So, I mean, it's hard to say that I'm going to stay away from him. He's not someone who I'm going to try to draft early, but yeah, the lack of weapons, Cooper leaving. I I mean, I don't know if he's going to rely more on his legs. I mean, if that ends up happening, I mean, then he's going to be more valuable than we think. I just don't think that that's going to be the case, but I got him at number 10 still inside my, you know, my QB one top 12. 
All right, awesome, guys. Let's talk about sleeper picks. Who, if you had to name one sleeper, Alex, who would it be? Are we, are we talking QB? Yeah, QB. We're sticking QB. Uh, for QB, I really think that uh, as much as I don't like uh, Jared Goff, I, I just really feel like he's going to be a sleeper that everyone's kind of hating on, just a little bit extra, you know, yeah. and that, probably because of hard knocks, you know, maybe he's not going to get slept on, you know, after that. But I, I just think he's someone who's going super, super late. They're getting him as like a back end, you know, QB two. So if you're like punting the QB position, I think that's someone even in a super flex, you get late and you should be okay. Yeah, that's something to keep in mind when we're talking quarterbacks. If you're, if you're in a super flex league, it's a different story. You know, a guy like Jared Goff can actually have value there in a, in a, you know, 12 team league with one quarterback, you know, no, he's cannon fodder. Uh, Ross, how about you? Who's your sleeper? I, I, I love Derek Carr. He has weapons. He has a good offensive line. Um, he has his, one of his good friends is his leading receiver this year in Devontae Adams. I also like Tua. I mean, he has Waddle and he has Hill. I mean, so he's somebody, he's, he's going to throw the ball to those two guys. They're going to have yards. So Tua and Carr are guys that you can draft late in the draft. And I would be happy starting either, either of those two guys. I'll be, I'll be fine with it. It's, those, it's, those are some good sleepers that you guys are giving people because you got to dig deep in the draft. Mine is not as deep, I will admit, but I think Jalen Hurts has a chance to be way up there in the quarterbacks. Just he's because number eight on my, he's number eight on my board. He, he's he's underrated. I don't even have him in my top ten, and yet I have him as a sleeper. So it's an interesting thing. But I think he's got the skill set to be a top end quarterback. All right, how about busts? Ross, you start us off. Who's a bust for you? Uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to say it just because I, I think he's getting older. He's 34 years old. He won the Super Bowl last year. I think Matthew Stafford's not going to have a great year. He's going to have a good year, but not a great year like last year. I think age is going to catch up with him. Um, his arm with tendonitis, is, they're not really talking about it, but I don't, don't, don't think he's 100% right now. Um, and I'm, I'm worried about Matthew Stafford. I would not want to draft him if I was drafting right now. Um, an, another bust that I think is going to happen, you know, I think, Josh Fields won't have a good year, but he's not even in anybody's talk about quarterback. But Justin uh, Fields again, he's a, he, he. The Bears are going to be the worst team in football, um, so stay away from any Bear. I, I don't think they'll be at all fantasy football wise mean anything. Maybe Montgomery, who knows? But um, for me, I I think Stafford's a guy that could have a down down year. We'll see what happens. So I I totally agree. I I actually am predicting Matthew Stafford. This is a bit of a hot take, but because it's a you know a prediction, and what do you what do you know about that? I think he's going to end up having surgery. I I, I think he's going to be out for the, for the year. I don't want that for him, of course. And he he finally won a Super Bowl after all those years with the Lions. I would hate it, but actually. Listen, I'm a mind-body guy, Alex. You may not know that about me. So I can sometimes see when injuries are coming. So I'm going to make this prediction. We're going to look back on the year. Does he end up out for the year or having surgery? I think if you draft Matthew Stafford as your QB1, you are in trouble. You're going to need a good backup. Do you think it's because of what he has right now with the tendonitis? Or you think uh, like just playing more? Like No. Uh, so here, here's the thing. I think that it's, it's actually about the fact that doctors get this kind of thing wrong. This is my area of expertise in psychology. So sometimes I can be helpful in fantasy sports because of what I know professionally otherwise. And I think they've got this misdiagnosed. I think they're going to make him worried about it. I think they're going to send him down a bad path and he's going to end up getting surgery. I hope that does not happen, but that's why I'm worried about him. And I would not draft him as my QB one because of it. All right, let's talk value picks. Who, who's a good value pick that, uh, you know, when I say value pick, I just want to define that. 
it's not the same thing as a sleeper because it's somebody that's already a known quantity that, you know, you, you think they're good, but they're just going too late. They're ADP. I mean, something that something that no one's taking, like if they do, it's late is Aaron Rodgers. For some mm-hmm. reason, people are just staying away from him. I can see why, because he doesn't have yes. the weapons like he had last year. But I mean, he, that guy's a winner. I mean, the guy finds a way to win. He finds a way to throw touchdown passes to people. And he gets frustrated. He's, he's already talking about how the rookies are disappointing him right now. I mean, he's already boisterous about it. He's doing press interviews about it. I mean, he's he, he this guy is a winner. I know he's only won one Super Bowl. I know that. But this guy wants to win, and he'll be out there. He has a fighter, and they'll let him. They'll he'll be a gunslinger the whole the whole year. I mean, it, people underestimate him right now. Alex, who's your value pick? And by the way, I think we didn't give you a chance to say who your bust is. So if you want to get that in, please do. My bust, I, I, the only guy in my top 12 that I think has real bust potential is Dak Prescott. Not in real life, but in fantasy. Uh, the weapons, but their defense is the best that it's ever been since he's been there. So he's, he may, they may start, you know, relying on the defense a little bit more, relying on a little bit of the run game until guys like Gallup back. I mean, if CD is really hurt, like at all, to where he's not going to be 100% because of his foot, Right in the beginning, that's just another bad thing for Dak. So, as much as I'm saying I'm not really avoiding him, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not trying to target him necessarily, especially in a single QB league. Listen, that can happen. You end up drafting him, even though you were wary of him because it was just the right draft slot. So, how yeah. about value picks? Value pick, I'm going Trevor Lawrence. I was going to say Aaron Rodgers. Ross beat me to it. But let's go with Trevor Lawrence, someone who, I mean, kind of left for dead last year. You know, every, I mean, out of all the. Uh, the QBs, he seemed like one of the worst, you know, out of uh, the rookies. But I think he's going to have a real big comeback year. And he's got, um, what's his name, Doug Peterson now. They got a bunch of new weapons. Uh, they improved the offensive line. He can only get better from his numbers last year. I think he has a huge, huge bounce back year. I got him at number 12 in my ranks. Nice. All right. So my value pick, it's interesting that this guy isn't getting mentioned at all. But my value pick is Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, he's in an, he's in a new situation and he just he has the skill set but I just think that he's such a smart savvy quarterback that he's going to make that work and be a really good value. So, I would much rather have him certainly than Matthew Stafford. That's that's a no-brainer to me. But I even have Russell Wilson cr- uh, creeping into my top 10. I I think that he's going to put up that kind of value. So, I think you can get him late and at quarterback, you know you can get people really really late especially outside of superflex leagues all right guys let's move to running backs let's go with your top tier alex i'm going to start with you since i started with ross on qbs who's in your top tier of running backs at rb i got who do i have in there first dang it i thought i had my my list right here hold it's freezing up on me hold on a second there we go i got jt at number one i got Najee at number two, and that's my my top tier right there. I have huge uh, second tier from three to nine, though. That's great. I, I'm going to go ahead and say that I parsed my tiers so much that Jonathan Taylor is in a tier by himself. <laughs> He's just number one. Najee Harris, just to me, has some question marks just because what's the quarterback play going to be like? He didn't perform quite as well. Taylor just is head and shoulders above Harris to me, but I actually do have Harris. I actually don't have him second. I have Derrick Henry second. He's a big risk in certain ways, but he's also got just gigantic upside. Ross, who, who's in your top? Let's well, say I, you know the top is JT Jonathan Taylor's number one. I don't think he'll have the same numbers he had last year. I mean, he's not going to have the same year. I mean, last year was he had an unbelievable year, breakout year. 
University of Wisconsin running back. He's, you look at the ball 20, 25 times a game. Najee Harris is going to lead the league in rushing this year. That's my prediction. If you go to Vegas and want to bet it, you can get six to one odds on that. I think that's a great bet. I'm, I'm already sending Dan there with his mortgage, with his uh, with he does this every year equity there to bet. Um, so my my tears, and I also put I put McCaffrey there. I know he gets hurt every year, and I'm not a huge fan of drafting him. But if he stays healthy, he's a top tier guy. I mean, as much as I don't want to admit it, he is. Um, it just you know these running backs are not going to stay healthy. And I mean, we talked about handcuffs last week on our show with the hustler and you got to draft handcuffs to make sure that you got the running back that's there. I mean, I also like Austin Eckler. I mean, Austin Eckler is a monster, but if he gets hurt, you better have Spiller waiting in the wings because if you don't, you're not going to win your league. Yeah. Um, you, so, you've got to get the handcuffs, especially with guys like that. So, I mean, I, I have about four or five running backs on the first top tier. I think they're all like RB ones, all four of them. As I just mentioned, um, even Joe Mixon, I like a lot. I think he'll have a big year with the Bengals. Um, their offensive line improved a thousand percent, and I think people are going to—they can't—they have to guard the receivers. They, they, you know, so they can't put nine in a box. It's not going to work, uh, especially with Joe Burrow playing quarterback. So, all that being said. I have, I, I just, you know, I have the four top tier guys, and then there's not a big drop off for me. It's not like, oh, if you don't get the RB ones that I just mentioned, you're, you're screwed. You're not. I mean, the RB twos, you'll be fine with. You can still win your league with the RB twos. Um, and let me know if you want me to mention those right now, if you want, unless you want uh, the. No, go ahead, go ahead and mention them. You're on a roll. So. Derek Henry, I have RB2. Uh, Chubb, I have RB2. I think tier Nick, two, right? I think you Nick, mean tier two? Yeah, I like Nick Chubb this year. I, the Cleveland's offensive line is really good. Um, I, you know, Cook, I'm putting him. I know he gets hurt every year. You got to put Cook in the tier RB, RB2. Um, I, I also love uh, I also love Kamari. You know, Kamara of the saints is not, you know, he's not, he's not going to be suspended. He's playing the whole year. I mean, that, that, that's happening and he's dropping off. He's, he's the, he's the one running back that's going every week. He's getting further and further down on these, on the, on the ADPs. And it's, it's, it's a shame because I think he's going, I think he's going to have a big year. Well, this is uh, why I, I have him as my value pick because oh, you have you him know, as your value pick. I mean, I he's, do. he's dropping, but I have him as a, as tier. And then, uh, you know, I like James Conner. I like Zeke Elliott. I mean, I, there's so many good running backs in the top tier two RB2s. Um, Aaron Jones I have up there. Um, even Barkley I have up there. So, again, if you don't get one of the top tier running backs, don't fear because because Ross is here to save you. Um, I like Swift for Detroit. I, I think he's going to be special this year. Um, he proved a lot on, on Hard Knocks. You guys have to watch that. Uh, Swift was featured a lot. Um, I love Deuce, Deuce Staley is the uh, offensive coordinator or assistant offensive coordinator. Don't draft for, him; he's a for coach. Detroit. And Deuce and him had a great le- have a great relationship. So, all that being said, um, uh, you know, with running back, you want to draft these guys in the f- second or third round, but you want to make sure you get at least get two of them on your team because uh, they go quickly. Trust well, me. and there's a lot of guys who are like in committees or they have risk to them. So the running back position is where you're going to lose your value at certain places to, to injury. So 
as I said, I have Jonathan Taylor in the first tier. My next tier, it's really kind of a pick your poison kind of thing. Derrick Henry, Delvin Cook, Najee Harris to me is is above those guys because he doesn't have any real risk to him. Austin Nickler's next. I've got Nick Chubb. Uh, now listen, I have Christian McCaffrey ranked ninth. He is that much of an injury risk to me. I know he has nuclear upside, but when you're picking in the first round, if you decide to pick Christian McCaffrey, you're living with his injury risk. And I just, I would not want that. Alex, what do you say about that? Um, I mean, you're only injured until you aren't. I mean, that that's really what it is. I, I'm so heavy on the waiver wire that um, I'm not necessarily targeting Christian McCaffrey, but if he falls to the 10th or 11th spot in the first round, you know. Oh, I, I would love that. I mean, I'd love that. Yeah, I mean, but, there's no but, passing up on him. But, you but, know, uh, if, you're, if you're picking, let's say you're picking between him and Austin Nickler. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I have I have Eckler one spot higher. So, so um, yeah, yep. I've, I've got Eckler at three, uh, CMC at four, Henry at five, Mixon at six, Chubb at seven, Aaron Jones at eight, and Dalvin Cook at nine. All right. Now, uh, I want to ask you guys what you think about Javante Williams. There's a lot of talk about him and his role, Melvin Gordon. Um, to me, I think I think at some point this is a bunch of hot air. Mel- Melvin Gordon's going to have a role. Yeah, uh, but I think it's really going to be dispel Javante Williams. So I actually think he's kind of a value at, at the back end. No, I mean Melvin Gordon. They paid him two million dollars. He can make four million with incentives. It's Williams' job. I mean, you got to be an idiot to think that Williams isn't going to start. Williams is going to get a big percentage of the handoffs. Gordon's going to come in to give him a blow, but that's it. And and basically, it's Williams' job. I have Williams tier. Close to tier two, tier three. I, I'm i a little worried about sophomore jinx, but maybe I could be wrong. But I'm, I'm just a little worried about his health and stuff. We'll see what happens. But he was healthy last year. I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm just yeah, saying. But listen, I mean, anybody, fantasy football is, is you can't predict it. I mean, you're going you're gonna to have some risk uh, attached to almost all these picks. I mean, but he's definitely a third round out. pick. I mean, if I can draft him in the third round, I'll do it. In third a second. round is yeah, third round is golden. But even even in the second round, even back end of the first round, depending on what's going on, I mean, I wouldn't be happy with him there because you're not getting good value because he has risk. But I I think there's a lot of good running backs out there. But then you've also got just a lot of these committee backs. I didn't hear you guys mention Aaron Jones much. I want to hear what you guys think about him. I had him at number eight. I just okay. didn't talk. I had him at eight him. also. Ross. Yeah, I think- I think he could flirt with uh, 80 to 100 receptions. I mean, out of losing everybody that they lost. Uh, I mean, I feel like him and A.J. Dillon, I mean, A.J. Dillon's going to have his own independent, like, flex value in fantasy football just because I feel like Dillon's going to get a majority of the rushes. Um, And when I say a majority, it might be like a 60-40 split on that. And then, But when it comes to receptions, I feel like Aaron Jones, I mean, he'll probably be getting four receptions to every reception that Dillon gets. And. And when Aaron Jones played last year and Devontae was out, his production went up 25%. Yep. So I I think it's going to be one of uh, Aaron Rodgers' main guys this year. And he'll, his production is going to go way up. And he'll get the handoffs. He'll get the receptions, as we mentioned. And he's definitely a t- we're running back, too. I mean, he's definitely late second, early third round guy. Agreed. All right, let's talk sleepers. Alex, who's a sleeper for you? Well, AJ Dillon, I mean, just because I think people are sleeping on him, I mean, I don't 
I don't know if he's a sleeper necessarily, but he's being drafted outside the top 25 RBs. So being drafted as like a flex RB, I feel like he's going to be probably one of the biggest head turners of the season because everyone just thinks of him as a backup, uh, maybe with his own role, but he's still just being looked at like a backup. I like that. Ross, how about you? I'm digging deep. I'm digging way deep. Antonio Gibson, Mr. Fumble, he's like now like third on the death chart. He's returning punts down the special teams. I like this Brian Robinson from Alabama, rookie. He's going to be the starting running back, I believe. J.D. McKissick will come in, third down guy. Um, so I like Brian Robinson is a late round guy. Big chance pick, but it could pay off. Unbelievable for you. Unbelievable. It'd be, you know, so I, I like him a lot. I like Isaiah Spiller, Texas A&M product, rookie, plays for the L.A. Chargers. Eckler does not stay healthy throughout the year. I mean, he'll, he'll get hurt and Spiller will come in and fill in for him. He'll fill in anyway. He'll come in during the game if he's healthy. So I, 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 those are the two rookies I like a lot. Um, Travis Entenem, we can never say his name. ETM. ETM. Uh, he's, he looked great during the uh, preseason. He got some handoffs. He looked unbelievable. Um, and another guy I loved, I, I was watching the Bengals preseason game. Don't ask me why. But they have this guy named Chris Evans. And he's the, he's the second string running back. Uh, and he looked unbelievable. This guy was running like a maniac. And this guy's going to get the ball when Mixon um, needs, needs a rest. Um, so there's a few, again, there's a few rookies I love. I love, I love. I can't wait to draft them. I've been doing it all. I've been doing it all best ball. And I'll keep doing it uh, until people catch on. But there's, there's some really good, um, there's some really good, like, Risk, but risky picks, as I call them. Here, here's a deep sleeper for you. I kind of like James Cook. I, I think the Bills' offense is just so good. Now, it's pro the problem is obviously it's a crowded backfield. We're hearing that Zach Moss is really carving out a role. It looks like he's going to get carries, but injuries happen. James Cook is going to have a role in that offense. I, I, and I, and in that offense, I just like that as a deep sleeper. So somebody to look out for. Let's talk about busts. Uh, I have as one of my main busts. And I'm not meaning to pick on anybody because I I do I do you know, once somebody burns you badly you sometimes are like I'm gonna stay on this but Saquon Barkley I have him as a bust I mean he he's an injury risk but even not just as an injury risk the Giants are terrible he's never put up the numbers you know he's an amazing talent at least that was what he was supposed to be and and he he's performed decently well compared to the rest of us mortals but. He he's to me somebody who I would look to be a bust. What do you guys think? I'm not on board with that one. Um, I just I think uh, one year removed from uh, from the big injuries that he had. I mean, I'm just a little bit. I, I don't know if I'm a little bit higher on him. I have him as number ten, so I know I've seen him higher than that. I've seen him lower than that. So I guess I'm kind of right in the middle. Um, someone who, if I can get him at the end of the third round, I mean, I've seen him go to the beginning of the fourth, like. If he's in the second, that's horrible value. But if I can get him later, you know what's I, interesting is it. what's interesting is you could say that he is a value pick there and still could be a bust. <laughs> he could be. Yeah, it's just it's funny the way that works. You know, I, I just I don't I don't feel like he's gonna have a big year. Ross, how about you? Cam Akers uh, is the first guy that comes to mind. He was never like a great running back. I mean, he never really came out and showed us like, oh my god, I got to draft this guy. I mean, he got hurt last year. He came back too early. Didn't do anything last year at all when he came back. Uh, I, I, and he's, he's he's already banged up. 
Henderson's already banged up. Uh, so the Rams are trouble and little in trouble right now with the running game. Uh, and with, especially, you know, uh, with their quarterback being banged up. So I, I don't think Cam Akers, he's being drafted in the fourth and fifth round right now, maybe even third round. Um, I, I would stay away from him as much as I can. All right, let's talk value picks before we move on to wide receivers. I mentioned Alvin Kamara. He, he, he's somebody who can get at value, but I'm going to mention one other guy. James Conner, to me, is a great value pick. He, he's got a great role. He's in a great offense, and he already did it. We've seen him do it. Now, could he fall off a cliff? Yes, of course. It happens in fantasy f- football all the time. But I think you can get him at great value. Ross, who would you go to for value? James Conner. I mean, he, he Edwards isn't there anymore. He went to Miami. He's gone. Uh, so uh, I, I love James Conner. You know, fortunately, he's he's been drafting in, in the late third, fourth round. Um, he was a touchdown machine last year. He was mm-hmm. getting touchdowns almost every game. He was getting a touchdown. So maybe he's not coming at as good value as I would hope. I mean, you know? I mean, he's not a secret anymore. He's uh, the desert. He's the desert. Loves them. So, and Phoenix loves them. And he's a cancer survivor and everything else. So, I mean, I, I think James Conner is going to have a huge year. Um, you know, I, I, I think, you know, I think it's going to bounce. I think it's going to be Zeke Elliott. I think, I think he'll have a good year this year. Um, I know he's older. I know he's getting, I know people all talk about Pollard and everything else, but I think Zeke Elliott, people don't remember. He can catch the ball too. He can receive a receiver. Uh, I, I think Zeke's, Zeke's going to prove that he's he's back, uh, and I think Dallas could win that division. I think, unless the Eagles do. Uh, but I I love Elliott this year. I've been drafting him in the fourth round, and I think that's a great value pick right now. Is Zeke Elliott? All right, Alex, value pick before we move on. Josh Jacobs. Everyone is uh, really thinking that he's going to lose the job, that because they didn't pick up his fifth-year extension, that I don't know, that he's just going to suck this year. I see it as a team is going to probably run him into the ground and then let him go next year. So for redraft, I love that kind of stuff. And who ran the ball more in the red zone than the Patriots last year? And that's the exact kind of scheme that they're going to be running. So Josh Jacobs, I'll take him. He's gone like, what, RB26 or something crazy like that. I'll, I'll take him. It's a great point that when a team doesn't pick up a running back's contract, that doesn't mean he's not going to have a role. It could be the opposite. It could be, okay, well, we're not invested in him. So, you know, it's kind of sad, actually, what happens to these guys. They just throw them to the wolves. But yep. for fantasy sports, you've got to take your advantages where you can. All right, let's move to wide receiver. This is a really interesting discussion, I think. Who is the wide receiver one? Because I, I bet, I, I, my, my guess is we could easily have three different answers. There's there's some great great picks, I'll, Alex. I'll let you go first. Do the so, top tier, Alex. If it's uh, well, I got three guys in the top tier. I mean, everyone should have those three in the top tier. Um, if if Stafford is not healthy, I got to change this answer. But it's Cooper Cup as of right now. The closer that we get to the season, it may change to Justin Jefferson. That's like one A, one B for me. And then Jamar Chase is just slightly behind those guys because he's not going to get as much volume even though he's probably going to have more big plays and more big games than both of them. Um, yeah, Cooper Cup. I mean, this the way that they use him and the Sean McVay offense and everything's running through him. And the, Ross, you already brought up the run game, how it's messed up. So what do they do? They're going to get it to the king of yak. Uh, that's Cooper Cup. 
Well, I certainly have the same top three. I have a slightly different order, but we'll talk about it. And Ross, how about you? Uh, top tier, you guys nailed it. I mean, you can't go wrong with any three of those guys. You could put them in a bag and just pick them and you'll be fine. It, those guys are the top three guys. And then, you know, I love Devontae Adams in Vegas. I think he's going to have a big splash there. He's he's paired up with his old quarterback from college, Carr. I, I think those ties together will, will do a lot of, will score a lot of touchdowns. Um, Debo Samuel just signed a big deal. Uh, he can, he's going to get the ball as a running back also. So he's a triple double threat. Um, he'll, he'll, he'll get a lot of fantasy points like he did last year. He had some huge games. I was looking at his stats last year, guys. They're massive. And Debo had some like unbelievable, like huge games. I mean, well, I mean, what kind of wide receivers are running the ball at the level he did? He had eight touchdowns yeah. on the ground. I mean, so, <laughs> I mean, Debo's a, uh, Debo, you got to consider, especially with Trey Lance now, you got to worry about him running, uh, you know, with, with that offense. So Debo, to me, is somebody I like. And I I think a guy I've been kind of stacking up on on all these best ball drafts is C.D. Lamb. I know I know the hustler doesn't like him. I know he's not a Dallas guy, but I love C.D. Lamb this, this year. I think it's going to be his breakout year. And, you know, in fantasy football, I say this all the time. you got to go against the grain sometimes to win your league. You can't, you can't look at the newspaper or like the magazines and, and do what they say. You got, you, sometimes you just got to stand up for yourself and, and do what you think is right. And I think CD lamb is going to be an all pro receiver and have like, he's going to be a top five fantasy stat wise receiver also. So, you know, so th those guys are good, good start. And another guy I like is Diggs for Buffalo. I mean, he's, he's a monster in fantasy monster. And and he's he's gonna have another huge year. I mean, he, you know, Gabriel, and he has Gabriel now too as his number two running receiver, who I love too. But Diggs is gonna have a huge year. So there's a lot of value out there with 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 receivers. I'm more I'm more, I'm more excited to talk about value picks when it comes to wide receivers. Well, I, I love what you said though, Ross. About sometimes you got to go against the grain. I have certain players ranked in my top ten, and I, I I'm looking at two of them, which I'll I'll get to when we get there that I bet you a lot of people don't even have them in their top 10, but I think they're going to have big years for various reasons. I bet me and the Hustler probably have them in the top two. I want to hear who they are. You want me to jump straight to that? Fine, I'll yeah, do that. Go ahead. So I think Mike Evans is going to have Mike Evans massive. is a, a thousand yards every season. He's a he's a great receiver. But he's going to have the most massive year he's ever had. He's going to have the most massive year. I love when I run. You're, you're, he's, <laughs> me and the Hustler are all over Evans. I mean, you got crazy. <laughs> Well, where do so, you have okay, him so that's one guy that no, where, do you, where do you have him ranked? Where do you have him ranked? Top eight, I've seven, six or seven hustler. I'm not seven. All right. Okay, so may, may, maybe you know. Listen, I guess I'm not going against the rain. I, of course, Mike Evans, Evans is good. If you look at Evans' stats, every season he played football over a thousand yards. I'm just saying, I think Mike Evans has very easy possibility to get to third or fourth best receiver. That oh, yeah. that's a lot. Okay, that, that that's not a that's not a crazy prediction. Okay, what's your next one? <laughs> the next one, uh, and this listen, I didn't say it was crazy. I said it was against the grain. It's not again. Okay, keep going. What's your next against the grain <laughs> uh, prediction? I, uh, I think Mike Williams is gonna have a massive year. I think uh, so. I have him in my top ten. Do you guys have him there? I don't. I don't have him top ten, but I do like Mike Williams. I I think he was gonna have a big year this year for for the Chargers. Um, I'm not a big Keenan Allen guy, as the as the Hustler knows. 
I, I, I think Keenan Allen is starting to fade. Plays. It's one of the reasons I think Mike Williams is going to be so good. And he's attached to Justin Herbert. So that's, that's a pretty so good you have, thing. You have Mike Williams in your top 10. I do. Uh, I have him number nine. Uh, this, I don't know if this is going against the grain, but I, I have Tyreek Hill ranked eighth, and I'm not even that comfortable with it. Honestly, he's in a new scheme. You know, I know he's, he's running his mouth right now. And I understand why based on the skill set that he's had, but he's been playing with Patrick Mahomes. I know you're saying, well, Tua could put up big numbers with, with those guys, and he could, but Tyreek Hill's not going to be the same guy in Miami. I, I would be shocked. He's the fastest guy. In the, he's one of the fastest guys in the league. The hustler can throw touchdowns to Tyreek Hill. Um, that's I mean, true. That, that's how good Tyreek Hill is. He's, that's how good the hustler is. The hustler is unbelievable. But Tyreek Hill is an elite receiver. He's, he's skill set. He's one of the best in the league. He's up there with Devontae Adams. Devontae's the best pass runner with, with patterns he's the best terry kill is the guy that's the big play guy he'll burn you he'll burn you if you don't play the right defense he'll burn you i just I worry about number eight as well I, I just oh that's good to hear i i i, I just worry about this, the dolphins schemes and and them not being able to put him in the positions that the chiefs often did but tyree kill could rise above they, that easily they got that coach not shabby the, anyway they got the coach from the 49ers who's uh Offensive genius, they call him. He's very smart. I mean, he looks like Poindexter. Uh, I mean, That's he, a good he looks like he's yeah. A what did he do? He went to like went to Harvard, and I mean, just been around like been around the NFL since he was like fourteen or fifteen when he was like the ball boy and a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. And that was for like the Mike Shanahan team and like stuff like that. So it was uh, <laughs> he was around for some big time teams. It's hard. It's hard though not to put Cooper Cup number one. I'm so worried about Matthew Stafford, but he's just. I mean, he's a juggernaut. So I, I do have him at number one, but I, I was so tempted to put Jamar Chase there. <laughs> he puts up such huge numbers. Justin Jefferson also is fantastic. All right, let's move to sleepers, guys. Uh, Alex, we'll start with you. Who's one of your sleepers? So just someone I have to mention. I don't know if we're going to consider him a sleeper, but Cortland Sutton. I mean, everyone's on the Jerry Judy train. Everyone thinks it's going to be Jerry Judy no matter what. But the system that's going to get ran, Cortland Sutton is the guy who's going to get more of it. And I'd rather, I mean, I've been saying this for a while. Jerry Judy's going to get drafted than Cortland Sutton. I'd rather get the guy, the value guy of the two anyways. I totally agree. And from what I'm hearing, he's got more of the rapport with Russell Wilson anyway. So it's not far, and Jerry Judy hasn't really proved it anyway. Ross, how about you? He's not a this guy's not a sleeper, but he's dropped. For some reason, he's not being drafted as a wide receiver one. Sometimes not even wide receiver two is AJ Brown of the Eagles. AJ Brown's a receiver that's going to get the ball in the middle of the field. Hertz is going to love this guy. Supposedly, it's Hertz's favorite target right now, and AJ Brown's going to have a huge year. Smith Schuster of Kansas City. I love him. I think he'll be Patrick Mahomes' favorite target, especially with Hardman going down today. I think he went down and they carried him off in a stretcher. That's not a good sign, Hustler. Not at all. No, he he walked to the cart. Okay, he walked. He <laughs> did walk to the cart, but he's not going to walk all the way back to the locker room. Like that's what the cart's for. All I read is that they had a they had a uh, they had a um, cart. They had a cart that take him away. Well, the uh, card in practice is different than the cart in the game because you get carted off in a game. That means you're screwed. You get carted off into practice because it's practice and you have no reason <laughs> to save face. You're, you're not in front. You're not in front of the TV. You're not in front of, you know, tens of thousands of people. Nothing like that. It's a very, it's something that it's a impressed very me. Point. I mean, I watched the Steeler game is George Pickens, the, the rookie um, receiver from Georgia, I believe. I mean, he looked really good. And in practice, I guess he's he, the, all the players love him. 
I hope you're right because I have him in Dynasty. I I got him at the back end of the first round, and I was very happy. No, I got him actually at two one. It was pretty great. Yeah, for Dynasty, right. I love him. Redraft, not so much. Just oh, I agree. I, these I, rookie steal, these Steeler rookies, like they don't I'm really value uh, picks. Have he, darlings, you but, know. But people aren't taking that high. You know, uh, um, some people play keeper leagues also, not just not just Dynasty. I think he's yeah. a great pick in a keeper league because I think next year is the year that he could be really great. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is a, a big sleeper of mine. You can tell I'm very high on the bills, but Gabriel Davis, I think is going to have a big, big year. I mean, yeah. he, he's set for a, a really nice role. Interestingly, I mean, they, ha they have a third receiver who I also have in dynasty uh, Shakur. He's looking good as well. And I, I could see him being a back end guy, but probably not in a redraft league. I wouldn't invest in him. Gabriel Davis. I definitely would anywhere you can. Definitely. Let's move to, let's move to busts. Who do you think is going to be a bust this year? Alex, I'll start with you. Ooh, dang it. Um, is that a, is that a dang it? There's a lot to choose from. Oh yeah. That, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I just wasn't, uh, Oh, you weren't, prepared. I was thinking about who's another guy who I was going to like to say another guy who was uh, going uh, late. So I was just on. Oh, the hey, listen, you can do that. All right. And then, we'll come, and then we'll come to me for the bus. Yeah. There's now, no rules here. Go ahead. I, I, I can help with the bus. If you guys, if you need help, Alan Lazard, that's someone that I just want to throw out there because he's getting drafted super late. If he ends up being the number one target, which, I mean, I, I feel like he leads the team in receptions. You know, I mean, so that, that will be the number one on the Packers. And he's played well when he's played. So yeah. I think it's a great pick. All right, Ross, start us off on bust. We'll give Alex some time. I want to say night. somebody that you're going to get mad about. I'm going to do it anyway. Is Mari Cooper of the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Listen, Cleveland hasn't had a 900-yard receiver in years i mean no, no one's broken Decades. 900 yards for years it's been a long time um amari cooper unfortunately he's not going to have a big year um you know he'll probably average like 50 60 yards a game maybe a touchdown here or there maybe i mean but it's a it's a shame because cooper was always like always a top tier guy or close to it at least tier two this year he's tier three tier four um i i don't see him having a, a unbelievable year at all well, I totally uh, agree. And also Deshaun Watson, how he could be out for the entire year uh, or at least a huge chunk of it. And that downgrades Amari Cooper even more. Listen, I'm not mad at you for saying it. I'm mad that I'm a Browns fan. That's what <laughs> I'm mad about. And also a, a guy that, I mean, guys, last year he was like drafted in the first couple rounds. DK Metcalf has dropped off. Oh, that off. was my bust. That was my bust. DK, I mean, I, I don't know about a bust, but it's just like he just dropped off the fantasy earth. Well, I mean. I mean what happened? <laughs> What happened is Russell Wilson got dealt to the Broncos. I mean, if Russell Wilson was still in Seattle, we'd be talking about DK Metcalf in the top 10 easily. For sure. You know? So, I mean, he's still a, an amazing a physical specimen. I think he's a great wide receiver. I don't think, you know, he, he could he could move somewhere else later in his career and, and come back to be a real value. But without Russell Wilson, if you've got Drew Locke throwing to you, uh, you're you're in trouble. It's just yeah. not, not but again, work. if I'm Drew Locke and DK says, "Hey, I want the ball," and I would say, "Yes, sir, whatever you want, I'll throw you the ball," because he's pretty intimidating. DK Metcalf. He's built. I mean, this guy's oh, like an no, Adonis. Jerry, they're gonna throw his way. Is yeah. it gonna end up in his arms though? Jerry Judy as a rookie had like the most uncatchable deep balls like in the league because Drew Locke was thrown to him. <laughs> <laughs> Drew Locke. Well, I, is Drew Locke going to be the quarterback or Geno Smith in, in Seattle? I, Who's it going to be? I think it's going to start off as Geno Smith, honestly. So but, Locke got COVID and Geno's supposed to start this week. Right. This was the this was the game where Locke was supposed to maybe gain some ground, but I, I don't 
I don't see it happening. I, Geno Smith is he's certainly not a great quarterback. I wouldn't be happy with that either. That downgrades DK Metcalf and Lockett for that matter. I mean, both of those guys are way down for me. Uh, in terms of value picks, you mentioned AJ Brown. I see him as a, as a huge value because he has the upside of these top guys, and he's playing with Jalen Hurts. There's no reason that he can't be huge. Another value pick for me is T. Higgins. You know, just because he's the second guy on the team, a lot of people are like, I mean, look, everybody knows T. Higgins is good, but he could be a very, very big value pick. Alex, you can weigh in on bust value picks. You could just decline altogether. There are no, no here, no, here go, here goes my bust pick. I Let's think hear it. Second, it's going to be C.D. Lamb, and ah! this is, this is oh, why. Don't say that. It's not because he's not going to do good. He's going to go over a thousand. You know, I'm, it's. Is he going to get a thousand receptions? I mean, a thousand receptions. He's going to get a hundred. No, that receptions? would be incredible. I don't. I don't think so. I don't know if he's going to get a hundred receptions. I think he's going. I'm going to take the under on that. He's being drafted as like a, a lot of times in the top 10. I, I mean, I've, I've seen him get drafted as high as a, a and top 10 wide receiver. That's what I mean. Not a, not overall. I don't think he's going to finish inside the top 10 at the wide receiver. So that's why I think he's going to be a bust because he's going to be drafted as a top 10 wide receiver, but I don't think he finishes there. I think he's going to be like where he was last year, you know, 13, 14, something like that. So he'll get close to paying it off, but I'm going to say being drafted as high as he does and he's going to fall short of exceeding everyone's expectations. All right. Now we're going to move to tight end. And Alex, I just need to let you know about a little bit of a controversy in the MFSN league. Ross made it so that tight ends are just all lumped into the flex position. So there is no actual tight end position. Yes. Now, Alex is for this. So let's talk about that. Alex, why are you for that? Well, I'm the one who probably pushed him into doing it because I brought this up. Um, Tight ends to me are kind of like kickers where... I mean, people have, like, we hate kickers so much because there's only a couple of them. We literally got rid of them. But yeah. tight ends, we can't really do that. But, but outside of the way. Well, I mean, yeah, I like it this way. Um, I like making it a tight end premium to where, like, the top, top tight ends, they're just, they're still a little bit extra valuable, even with the flex spot. But it also makes those bottom tier tr- crap guys just a little bit more, you know, valuable to where they're kind of comparable for a wide receiver three, wide receiver four. And if you don't want to have a tight end because you don't want to deal with the crap one and you don't want to stream all year, you don't have to. Yeah, you're free to do that. I love that. All right. Well, I'm, I'm coming around to it. I like it. Now, when it comes to the rankings, though, you know, obviously there's this massive top tier that's way over everybody else. And then there's huge drop offs everywhere. Um, Ross. What what are your tiers? Give give me your first two so tiers. Travis Kelsey, guys, we all know he's like he's the top tier guy. This is I want to say Mark Andrews or Kyle Pitts, third tier two. Uh, Pitt, Kelsey's by himself. I, I can't put anybody else up there. Uh, I think Kyle Pitts is going to have a great year. I think in Atlanta, I with their offense, I think he'll be a key receiver there. I think he'll have a lot better year than he had last year. And I think Mark Andrews will have a good year too with with Baltimore and Lamar Jackson, but Kelsey's Kelsey's the 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 diamond up for the for the tight end position. He's going to have a great year like he always does. He'll he'll get a lot of he'll get the ball 30 percent of the time when he's throwing. Um, it should be a great season for him. So, but the thing about Kelsey is you got to draft him at least in the second round, or you're not going to get him. Well, especially um, in a league that actually just has a tight end slot. I mean that yeah, and then. then He's valued totally and differently. You, got, than you know, you got George Kill. We all love him. He's he, he gets hurt a lot. He has games where he's invisible, uh, but he has games when he's huge. 
You got Waller, who's a thousand yard catcher who catches, you know, but he's with Adams now and Hunter Renfro, we didn't talk about, but he's another great value pick, another guy that gets a thousand yards. And then we got Schultz and Dallas and Goddard and Knox. I mean, there's, there's, you know, it, the tight ends get kind of bad after the eighth or ninth spot. And that's the reason I change it in the league because that way we don't have to pick up those horrible tight ends. Uh, I, I love know, being free this season. I love being free. I mean, even in, even in this show, we used to like actually go ahead and rank defenses and rank kickers. And I was like, no, I'm not doing it. I refuse. Absolutely not. I'm not wasting my time with that, that crap anymore. So exactly. <laughs> it's a total crap shoot. And I, I like what you're saying about it, Alex, that th- this, this is a way to take away that, that tight end problem. Um, I mean, I think it gets really quite bad after five. It, it, there's a huge drop off. And I think the drop off after Kelsey is pretty big. Kittle to me is the only one who could possibly get into that realm. But you know, first of all, he's an injury risk, and he's also playing with a new quarterback. I, I don't, I don't know how that's going to look. I, I really don't. You know, Trey Lance, we, I just don't know how he's going to perform. He could be great, but maybe not. There's a big drop off. So, and then you get into guys where it it just ends up being like pick somebody out of ha- out of a hat at some point. I mean, it truly is like kickers, but not quite as bad as the kicker thing. I mean, I, I could guarantee no one has the same top seven as me. It's cause I get real dicey, but I get real realistic when it comes to the tight ends. Cause everyone has the same top five and I've got Kelsey and Mark Andrews there at the top two. They're in the top tier to me. Really the guys who, if you're going to pay up, those are the guys, everyone else. I get a little bit skeptical depending on how high, but then I got pits at number three. Then I got Schultz at number four. Goddard at number five, and then I got Kittle and Waller at six and seven. Nice. I love I love that that shakeup. Um, I, I probably have a more traditional setup. I have Kelsey, then I have Mark Andrews, then I have Kittle, then I have Darren Waller, then I have Kyle Pitts. Then after that, it's Dalton Schultz. And, and listen, I, this is actually I almost want to change it right now because this is my bust pick. I have my bus pick at number seven. <laughs> I shouldn't do that. I, I should have the courage of my convictions and say that I think TJ Hawkinson is going to suck. I, I'm with I, you on that. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, he's so overrated for where he's drafted because he's really, is there any difference between him and Dawson Knox? I think Dawson Knox is going to go get better than TJ yeah. Hawkinson. OJ Howard now is down at- Buffalo. Um, and also my, my favorite name of any football player, especially when you say it, Dan, is Mo Alley Cox. What's your oh. opinion about Mo Alley, Mo Alley Cox this year? Is he Mo Alley Big Cox or Mo Alley Small Cox? <laughs> yeah. Uh, listen, I mean, there's so many there's so many puns to be had there. <laughs> it gets larger and larger when, when we get excited. Now, listen, I, I, I think that he's not somebody I'm going to own on any team. I mean, he's just no way. But uh, I'll tell you a guy that I, I do have as a sleeper, especially in leagues that actually do have the tight end slot and you need to find somebody good because I'd rather wait on value than pay up for somebody like TJ Hawkinson. I'd rather have Pat Fryermuth. I, I, he, he's the chance of him outperforming Hawkinson. It's at least a coin flip and he's got a lot of talent. I also really believe in Pickett. I think Pickett's going to come in and do really well. The Steelers always know what they're doing with those quarterbacks. They, can, they get them late. You know, I remember when Ben Roethlisberger was drafted, when the Browns could have had him, and I was like, "I, it's it was such a classic Browns move." <laughs> but Pat Fryermuth, I think, is going to have a big year. What do you guys think? 
Yeah, I like Fryermuth. I mean, I get a little bit nervous about Mitch Trubisky just because, uh, I mean, he's never really been a guy to, like, hyper-target. Oh, yeah. don't worry. He'll be out of there by the fourth game. Yeah. <laughs> um, two guys that I have, I put them inside my top ten, but they're definitely not being drafted inside the top ten. Zach Ertz and Mike Gesicki. Oh, yeah. I have Zach Ertz as my value pick. A, a huge value. I mean, every bit as good as these guys in a, a great uh, offense. Got Kyler Murray throwing to him, and he performed that way last year. You know, he, he just needed to get out of Philly where Dallas Goddard was crowding his space and yep. there wasn't a system set up for him. Ross, anybody to add? I, I, I love Hunter Henry. I uh, Belichick loves throwing the, the tight end once in a while. Oh, I don't want anything in the red to do zone. with the Patriots offense. <laughs> especially in the red zone. He loves trying to hit the tight end. And Robert Tanya. I mean, the, you know, plays oh, for Green Tanya? Bay. Tanya. And, Tanya. And... And uh, Rogers loves this guy. I mean, Rogers, Rogers like hangs out with them. They they go to dinner together. They're good friends. And he just got off the pup list. He's practicing again. They'll probably play the next preseason game. He's healthy. Um, so is Christian Watson, also the receiver for Green Bay. He's healthy too. So Green Bay's getting healthier. And I think for me, he's the top ten tight end. I don't know why people aren't taking him. I think because the whole injury thing kind of took people for a loop, but Tanya to me, if you can get him late in the late in the in in the draft, it's a great great pick. I think those are the kind of guys to go for. I'm not high on Hunter Henry because the Patriots have a defensive coordinator as their offensive coordinator. Now I know people think Belichick is can work his magic, and a lot of times he does, but I've heard some bad things out of that camp about how he's looking. And now did he hire did he hire a coordinators yet? Did he hire anybody to take those positions? Alex, what do you know about it? So um, I forget who they said. Uh, I forget the name of the person off the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure it was someone in-house. And, uh, yeah, a lot of it is just going to be the schemes that they've been running, you know, previously, <laughs> their, their Patriots offensive scheme, which uh, usually leaves us all kind of clueless on who the guy's going to be. Yeah, and, you know, it can be very effective, but the way it's looking right now, I'm, I would rather leave. I never it. heard yeah. of a team not having an off offensive coordinator or defensive coordinator during, during like, preseason. I mean, or having a defensive spring. coordinator as the offensive coordinator. Now that's really weird. I mean, yeah. So I, there's I've never no heard of any of this in my life. I, I I I don't understand what Belichick's doing. I don't know if his ego's stepping in or he just doesn't want to promote people. I I don't know what's. I have no idea what's going on. In, in the Alex, world. what were you going to say? We'll finish up on this. I was going to say there's no official offensive coordinator, but Matt Patricia is the one calling the plays right now. Right. <laughs> former head coach of the Detroit lions Let's and failed miserably <laughs> failed horribly. Yeah. He, um, if it weren't for Matt Millen, he would be vilified as one of the all time yes. greats of the Detroit lions failures. But guys, it's been a pleasure talking to you about this. I hope that we provided some great information for your drafts. We're all excited about it. I love that it's here. We're not far away guys. Keep looking at those ADPs and seeing where the values are. You got to, Listen, to win the draft, I think just avoid avoid the busts in the early rounds. Find the values in the late rounds. Guys, thanks so much. Alex, thank you for joining us here. Ross, it's been great being with you, and we will see you all soon. Peace out.